0: Welcome to Explore the Word podcast. So glad you can join in and welcome to spring. We've made it. I trust you're having a wonderful day. In this episode, we're going to look at a subject uh, that is referenced many times in our world, and that is self-love. Do we find self-love like it's proclaimed in the secular world within the scriptures? What does the Word of God have to say about it? So let's explore the Word and let's see. Uh, we are immersed in a culture dominated by social media, and it often communicates you're not pretty enough, you're not smart enough, you haven't accomplished enough, you have not made enough money, and so forth. And these destructive comparisons have effects, and especially on the younger generation. And it, we know that. Um, These negative type of comparisons have led to more depression and, unfortunately, even to suicide. The Word of God tells us that it's unwise to compare ourselves amongst ourselves. Secular self-love fights back against shame and low self-esteem with the message that we need to start loving and accepting ourselves just the way that we are with our flaws and everything. They kind of say we can't love others if we don't love ourselves first. That's what the proponents say. And true confidence and security comes then from self-love. That's that's what they promote. But is that really the case? Is that how we have confidence over those things that might make us feel insecure? What is self-love? At its root, self-love is the pursuit of one's well-being and happiness and the avoidance of shame and insecurity it really rests kind of like the bedrock of it really rests on the idea described by buddha you can search throughout the entire universe for someone who is more deserving of your love and affection than you are yourself and that person is not found anywhere you you yourself as much as anybody in the entire universe deserves your love affection and I don't know how much you have heard about self-love but that's exactly the message that it promotes so this that that statement is like the bedrock that is what the world's promoting when it talks of self-love so before I or you embrace any teaching or philosophy of man we need to make sure it lines up with what the Word of word God says. So what does the Bible say about it? Does the Bible say anything about self-love? Uh, many point to Jesus' command in Mark chapter 12, verse 31, as evidence of the Bible supporting self-love. And Mark twelve thirty one says, And the second is like, namely this, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. We should love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So it must follow that we can't love others if we don't love ourselves first. That's that's what they promote. This reasoning, however, totally misrepresents the text. And we always got to make sure of the context. What, what is it saying? Which rests on the assumption that all of us already love ourselves. We may struggle with insecurities. And I think everyone has those. But as described in this context, we are all... We all still naturally pursue our own happiness and well-being. if any of this verse is trying to tell us back away from you know that pursuit sometimes or have a better attitude about it that you need to help others, it's not just about you. Second Timothy three four warns of the last days when people would be lovers of self rather than lovers of God. It reminds us of our sinful tendency to love ourselves above God. Our love of self will certainly become destructive. It will. It's inherently going to happen because you are going to put yourself on a pedestal above others, above God, and that will cause problems. Self-love movement teaches forcefully that we are all inherently good and lovable. But what does the Bible say? The Word of God reminds us that apart from Christ, there is none righteous, no not one. Romans three ten, and there is none that doeth good, no not one. Romans three twelve. It is true and good that we are and, and correct that we are created in the image of God, Genesis 1.27. and that the reflection of His image give us inherent worth. But let's not forget the reality of our sinful nature. Apart from Christ. We all, even with Christ, we have a sinful nature that we have to battle. Well, we need Christ. Where can well, where can we find true love? The heart of self-love mo- uh, movement, the pursuit of happiness and well-being, misses the biblical target. The biblical target, the Bible teaches it in Psalms 16, verse 11. Thou wilt show me the path of life in the presence and the fullness of joy at thy right hand, there's pleasures forevermore. The Bible does not diminish the struggle of insecurity or depression. It doesn't say it just goes away, but what it says is that you can find hope in Christ. It offers a far greater hope than you'll find in the self-love movement. It tells us in Romans 5.8, But God commends love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Through Jesus, we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. This is our greatest confidence, that the King of Kings has adopted us as his sons and daughters, not through the work of our own hands, but through his great mercy and grace in Jesus Christ. This truth should instill deep confidence in Christ, and not in ourselves, it should remove the pride from our lives and say, hey, I'm trusting Christ. I can look to Christ. The gospel not only frees us from the comparison culture because self-love does a lot of that. It puts us in comparison. And it removes us from that comparison culture and the pressures to meet the world standards. And it allows you and me to be encouraged as uh, we, we look to the Lord to help us. We're not looking to others we're looking to the savior. We we can be encouraged. In Christ there's no place for self glorification. Okay, that's not what about following Christ is about. It's not about glorifying yourself. It's not about self loathing. Because our identity as God's children has been freely bestowed upon us, we look to him. And it's not a comparison amongst anybody. We are His children. He will take care of us. And now Christians are called to die the self. That's another part that works against this self-love factor. In a culture that prioritizes the self at all costs, the Bible teaches us to die to ourselves daily. Now Ephesians 4.24, that ye be put on a new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Because of Christ's sacrifice for us, we are no longer bound to self-interest but we can follow but it said in Luke chapter 9 verse 23 and said to him uh, that said to them all if any man will come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me living we can have be living with an outward focus you know uh, I found that in my own life there's going to be struggles in all kinds of different ways insecurities There can be times of feeling inadequate. Um, The key hasn't been to think of myself higher or to love myself more. Rather, in those situations, I need to have the thoughts of God. I I need to look to his word. You know, uh, it's only when we start to see God for who he really is, are we able to see ourselves as who we are, actually. He will delight in his creation, not because we are the ones worthy, okay, Uh, we're not worthy of salvation, God gave it to everybody, and we need to have an outward focus, because we've accepted Christ as Savior, we want to serve him, and we, he's perfect, he's good creator, like, we need to desire to see what he wants us to do. Now, there's nothing wrong with combating insecurity, so, if you have an insecurity about, uh, you know, maybe you have too many pounds on and the doctors told you to lose some weight. Well, that's that's nothing wrong with combating that. and uh, Maybe there's some other things. Maybe uh, you feel insecure about uh, maybe public speaking. Maybe you stutter or maybe whatever the case is. I mean, sure, there's, there's uh, plans of action that can help you do better in those things. So there's nothing wrong with combating that. We should understand the truth of the scriptures, though. That we so sometimes with this self love thought process, we get really down about ourselves that we're not as good as the next person, and we can even start having feelings out towards the Lord that He didn't do a good job with us. Psalms 139, verse 14, really destroys that thought process. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. Uh, you know, if we're going to focus on a verse to help us in those times. This is a great one, fearful and wonderfully made. Okay, our delight should be in the Lord. You know, and David, who wrote the Psalms, you know, he was he was in a prayer of praise to God. You know, worship is the ultimate aim for a Christian. We need to worship God, and worship is not about us having a greater self worth or anything of that nature. We need to worship our God. He has made us wonderfully. And uh, we need to align our hearts with him. So I, I hope that's encouraged you. Uh, hey, when you experience insecurity, don't, don't look <laughs> so much on the, you know, oh, I've got to be so much better next person. No, look to God. Remember your God-given identity and his sacrifice to make the unworthy worthy. Fix your eyes on the cross. And praise him for all he's done for you. So thanks for listening today. And hope you've had uh, a little bit more understanding. And been encouraged to know what the Bible says. Have a wonderful, wonderful day folks. Keep exploring the word. Keep looking to Jesus.